Welcome to The Breakthrough Hour with Pastor Camille McKenzie. Arise to your dominion. Do it tarry. It shall speak. Who am I speaking to? Pastor Camille McKenzie is a powerful woman of God who was anointed and appointed to execute the spiritual mandate. You must win. She operates in the five-fold ministry to bring deliverance by the power of the Holy Ghost to a lost world. But I come to prophesy to somebody and let you know that Jehovah has the final say. Welcome to The Breakthrough Hour with Pastor Camille McKenzie. The text before us, please turn your Bibles to Luke 22, 31 to 46. I'm not going to read all, it, all of it for time's sake. I'm going to read from verse 39, and I'm going to stop at verse 46. So when you find it, just stand with me and let us read from verse 39. Coming out, he went to the Mount of Olives, as he was a custom, and his disciples also followed him. When he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw. And he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, it is your will. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. When he rose up from prayer and had come to his disciples, he found them sleeping from sorrow. For 46 and last. Then he said to them, why do you keep, why do you sleep rather? Rise and pray lest you enter into temptation. This is the word of God. We honor it by saying amen i'm gonna do something a little bit unusual this morning before i start my my prayer and you'll understand before i start the sermon and you'll understand by the time i get to the end of it we're about to pray and i'm gonna ask everyone just to kneel with me as i pray i know you don't kneel normally where you are but i'm just gonna invite you to kneel we all gonna kneel as we pray to this holy god on today amen hallelujah let's just kneel and pray just before we start the sermon on today Hallelujah. Father, as we come, nothing in our hands we bring, but simply to the cross we cling, mighty God. As we come, mighty God, you said men ought to pray and not to faint. And as we, oh God, come to you, mighty God, we pray that as this word is being released, it will be, oh God, an accomplishment. I pray for every person that's been obedient to kneel now, God. Whatever that is in their life that you believe in you for, mighty God. I pray, God, that on this day, Ribandaba of January, God, that it shall be done for them, mighty God, as we come in agreement in the spirit in reverence to a holy God. We pray that you will shake that which need to be shaken. You will move that which needs to be moved mighty God. And as we come on today God, we pray for the anointing that destroy yoke to move now. 
bind up every principality and every power mighty God and let oh God your Holy Spirit encapsulate as you do your will mighty God for we ask it in no other name but in the name of Jesus Christ and we give you thanks for what you're about to do we say glory hallelujah we give you praise on today mighty God hallelujah we give you praise in Jesus name amen I want to thank you for your obedience I want to use for my sermon title on today get back to prayer point number one point number two pray according to his will point number three three pray with it with intensity by way of introduction COVID-19 made her way into the earth realm in March of 2020 upon her sudden arrival she disrupted the order and the way of life for mankind she has robbed children, men and women from spending time together, leave in the world totally socially distant and only allowed to communicate with each other through a screen. The Bible emphatically states that unity is strength, but in this epoch, our efforts to be physically unified is prohibited. The Lord admonishes us in Hebrew 10.25 not to forsake our from assembling note the Lord used the word assemble and you see to assemble means together uh, the verse disapproves our failure to forsake coming together the Greek that is used is encantilipontes which refers to abandonment or forsaken the Lord specifically commands us not to neglect coming together yet the world has made it a law not to get together because of the pandemic ah brethren it is not only our ability of assembling is affected we are affected financially socially mental mentally and psychologically uh, what do you do when your world is shifting when death seems to be the order of the day uh, assembling is prohibited and you are forced to do everything from home uh, gym from home school from home church from home work from home groceries from home and the list goes on uh, it is as if we're all at the mercy of COVID-19 helpless and hopeless but Adonai Ministries I come to announce to you that we are not at the mercy of COVID-19 we have a God that is bigger than COVID-19 but we must arise and plunder this pestilence with our prayer Zion arise I come to announce to the world and to Adonai Ministries that it is warfare time it's time that we arise and plunder this pestilence with our prayer and so uh, we move to a synopsis of the book of Luke you see the author of Luke is Luke himself who was a Gentile convert and the only non-Jewish author of a Bible book a medical doctor and a traveling companion of the Apostle Paul uh, the gospel of Luke presents a theological message 
which shows the stages of Jesus' ministry. Luke presented Christ as the one through whom people of all socioeconomic class could find redemption. Uh, the central theme of this powerful gospel is that Jesus is the savior of the world. So the text presented before us is in Luke 22 from verse 39 to 45 shows Jesus now in the garden of Gethsemane and he was at a pivotal and crucial point in his ministry. You see he was about to be betrayed by one of his own disciples Judas Iscariot. Uh, he felt the agony and the weight and the pressure and he decided to do one thing he knew best and that was to pray and it leads me to my first point get back to prayer you see in Ephesians 6 the apostle Paul admonishes us to clothe ourselves with the armor of God he listed uh, with the armor what he listed with the armor after he listed how you must put on the breastplate of righteousness and he said you must make sure you have your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace and then he said make sure you have on the helmet of salvation and he spoke about the sword of the spirit and he talks about the shield oh god of faith but then it moves him at the end that he said we must what prayer ah you see burns note states that no matter how complete the armor no matter how skilled we may be in the signs of war no matter how courageous we may be we may be certain that without prayer we shall be defeated you see if we equip ourselves with God's armor we must also be determined to keep a steady line of communication a steady line of connection between God and man you see because he is the commander of his spiritual army and he alone knows how to lead us Adonai to victory oh glory be to God and so after he finished listing he said make sure uh, that you pray you stay in communication every way every step of the way make sure that the communication is not broken make sure that nothing do not come between you and God because if you expect to win in this season you better keep the lines of communication open and so God has given us the most important discipline in the church oh good God almighty but some have thought that it does it's futile and some have put it on the back burner but I come back to tell the church of the living God that we need to get back to prayer let's define prayer according to one preacher it's a system of authorization prayer in the Hebrew Bible is an evolving means of interacting with God most frequently through a spontaneous individual unorganized form of petitioning and or thanking the Bible has many things to say about the subject of prayer prayer is 
talking to God. It's our way of communicating our thoughts, our needs, and our desire to him. It's an avenue that God has provided for the believer. Ah, good God Almighty, to, dis to, to, to communicate our deepest feelings from the depth of our heart. Ah, when I was doing the message, I'm thinking, how can we say we love God, but we don't like to talk to God? We like concerts. We like to jump up. We like fleshly things. But the one thing that is important to keep the line of communication open. Oh, we make excuses. We get tired. Oh, good God Almighty. We're not enthusiastic to talk to our holy God because we're foolish. Oh, but I come to tell the church of the living God that you're better get back to prayer you better learn to keep the line of communication open to our holy god everywhere you go you must be praying you must be talking to god what we don't understand is that you see when prayer uh, is open when we communicate to a holy god uh, satan knows that once the communication is effective he knows that it's history god god almighty he knows that if earth continuously have a connection in the realm of the supernatural then we cannot be defeated ah good god almighty and so you find from the beginning of age until now satan is always trying to affect prayer he has bamboozled the ecclesia that yes you can come to divine worship all 40 something all 100 of you all 1000 of you 5000 of you 10,000 of you 300,000 of you but check out the prayer meeting it's the prayer meeting that denotes the strength of the church get back to prayer so there are 650 prayers listed in the Bible. There are approximately 450 recorded answered prayer. That means that when you look at the mathematics of it, about more than 60% times, you can think about it that God answer prayer. The answering rate is high. 450 has been answered. You see the first time prayers mentioned in the Bible is in Genesis 426 and the Bible records Jesus praying this is Jesus Christ himself praying 24 25 different times during his earthly ministry in the Bible Paul mentioned prayer 41 times and although prayer can be done from uh, any bodily position the Bible lists five different posture and when we started the sermon you started a sermon by kneeling you see you can sit down you can stand you can kneel ah you can put your face to the ground you can lift your hands but whatever posture you assume you better assume a posture to pray to a holy God because if we expect a move of God we better get back to prayer 
good God Almighty, can you imagine if the entire church was praying? Can you imagine all of the members of Adonai having a direct connection, direct communication, putting away our differences and say, come on, my brother, come on, my sister, let us pray. Plunder, come on, plunder, plunder with prayer. Lift up your voice in the virtual sanctuary and begin to pray. Something good is about to happen. Something good is in store. My God Almighty, in Jesus' mother, uh, he taught the disciple how to pray. Uh, first he says, you got to uh, honor his name. Good God Almighty, God's name must be honored when you pray. Something happened when you honor his name. Ah, you must also pray for the kingdom to come. Kingdom is where God's reign is experienced. Good God Almighty, you must pray for provision. That provision is given. You must pray that forgiveness is granted. And you must pray that God's deliverance will be provided. That's the mother prayer. Honor God. Pray for the kingdom. Pray for deliverance. Pray for provision. But you got to get back to prayer. The Bible lists at least nine main types of prayer. Prayer of faith. You got prayer of agreement. Prayer of request. Your prayer of thanksgiving. Prayer of worship. Prayer of consecration. Prayer of in, in, imprecation. And you are praying in the spirit. And the word amen, which means amen, so let it be, verily, verily, or truly, makes its appearance in the Bible in Numbers 5.22. And in that passage, God commands it to be said by a person who's yielding uh, to his examination. So every time you pray, you must say amen. Amen means amen, God, so let it be. And so here is Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane on the Mount of Olive and we find the son good God Almighty of the Almighty God the Messiah the Lord Jesus Christ who had our principalities under his feet uh, we find the one who walked on the water the one who raised Lazarus from the dead and the same God who turned water into wine uh, was about uh, to end his ministry on the earth and he knew the cross was coming but he decided to stop on the Mount of Olive to pray what is the Lord teaching us Adonai he's teaching us that none of us are too good to pray it doesn't matter how pretty how intelligent how rich how knowledgeable how powerful, how influential, we must pray, oh God, God Almighty, God has designed a very important avenue for us to communicate with him, the Almighty God is aware of the artillery of the enemy, that dragon, wicked one and he's saying to his church if you want to overcome him 
Just keep the line going. Keep talking to me. Keep the communication open. As long as the communication is open. Church, you cannot be, shall not be, will not be defeated. But keep the communication, man. Open up your sanctified motor and begin to talk to our holy God. Walk with me. The song says he walk with me. He talk with me. He tells me I'm his own. Show me a prayer warrior. I show you somebody on fire. Show me a prayer warrior. I show you somebody who's victorious. Show me a prayer warrior. I show you somebody who has dominion. Show me the prayer warriors. Let the prayer warriors stand up. Let the prayer warriors come forth. We come to take it by force. For the weapons of the warfare. They're not carnal. But they're mighty in court. To pull down struggles. And an eye. Open up your sanctified motor. And begin to talk to our holy God. We come to take it back. We come to take it back. We come to take it back. I don't have stick. I don't have stone. But I got a weapon. I got a weapon. I got a weapon. I got a weapon. For when the weakest saints go down on his knees, the devil tremble. Get back to prayer. Get back to prayer. Get back to prayer. Get back to prayer. Makunde de Bosataba. Ah, one of the most worst things that the Supreme Court could have done in 1962 in America was to remove prayer from school. 25 years ago, prayer was taken out of Ontario when Philip Zilberberg and two other Sudbury parents won a decision saying reciting of prior violated the, the charter of rights and freedom. You see what they didn't know saints is that if you take prior out of schools you're taking God out of the school system. If you say I don't want God to communicate with them while they're in school then who you think is going to communicate with them while they're in school? You see God shapes the world by prayer the more prior there is in the world the better the world will be and the mightier the forces against it those are the word of em bounds my brothers and my sister the world has fought strong and hard to keep god out of everything and now we're faced with the pandemic and only the shame god that we took out of everything can help us the vaccine can help us the visor vaccine can help us good god almighty the government can help us the prime minister can help us the doctor can help us because the doctor themselves are dying on the front line nurses are dying on the front line you dare not put your trust in man because armor flesh will fail you but I come to announce to the world it's time to get down get back to prayer we come to take 
take it by force. Who said that the church was dead? Who said we don't have power? I deny ministries. I dare you to resuscitate your prayer life. You're going to see a move of God. Ribandaba, Haribashaba, I need to see a move. I know the move is coming because every 100 years something happened. I know about you and I, but it's about time we position ourselves for the revival. But the revival don't come when you shut up your mouth. The revival come when we put our differences aside come together in prayer for the bible says prayer without season the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man carries weight i found the solution i found the resolution don't mess with me because I know how to pray. Don't mess with Adonai because we know how to pray. We're going back to prayer. We're taking it higher, taking it deeper. We're going to talk to our holy God. Open up the lines of communication. He's going to download the strategy for COVID-19. Number two, you got to pray according to his will. President Abraham Lincoln in a national proclamation of prayer and repentance in 1863 wrote, We have forgotten God. We have forgotten the gracious hand which preserved us in peace and multiplied and enriched and strengthened us and have vainly imagined in the deceitfulness of our hearts that all these blessings were produced by some superior wisdom and virtue of our own. Ah, intoxicated with broke unbroken success we have become too self-sufficient to feel the necessity of redeeming and preserving grace too proud to pray to the god that made us it behooves us then to humble ourselves before the offended power to confess our national sins and to pray for clemency and for forgiveness we find this in the presidential prayer from the prayer website. At another time, uh, Abraham Lincoln wrote, I have been driven many times upon my knees by the overwhelming conviction that I had nowhere else to go. My own wisdom and all that is about me seem insufficient. One stormy night, I tossed on my bed, unable to sleep as I thought of the terrible sufferings of our soldiers. I spent an hour in agony nice in prayer ah that's abraham speaking abraham lincoln speaking then he says also during that time lincoln met with a group of christian ministers for a prayer breakfast lincoln was a man of deep personal faith at one point one of the ministers said open quote mr president let us pray that god is on our side 
close quote. Lincoln's response showed far greater insight. Open quote. No, gentlemen, let us pray that we are on God's side. Close quote. You gotta pray you're on God's side. As long as you're on God's side, you're on the right side. On the right side is the winning side. On the winning side is the success side. On the success side is the victory side. The victory side is the breakthrough side. Breakthrough side, deliverance side. I wanna be on God's side. Ah, but you see, someone said the purpose of prayer is to draw us close to the heart of God so that our will, our deepest desire will be those of God's and not our own. Isn't that exactly the example Jesus gave us in the garden of Gethsemane when he prayed? Listen what he prayed. He says, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me not my will but let yours be done Jesus was about to face one of the most excruciating pain one can ever experience what was before him seems more than what he could bear the carrying of the cross for 82 miles awaits him the ridicule and the mockery awaits him. The piercing of the side awaits him. The nailing of his hands and feet awaits him. And the giving up of himself awaits him. Yet still Jesus said, I have to do a diversion. Ribandaba. How many times when things await us, we get so anxious that we don't take time to pray. The songwriter says, did you stop to pray this morning? Ah, some of us get too excited about the busyness of the day, but we don't divert to prayer. But Jesus says, yes, I know it's coming. It's about to await me. But I know if I take a few minutes and pray, that which awaits me you see you need to understand that jesus was 100 percent man 100 percent god you see the 100 percent god could i can take it but i can tell you the 100 percent man is saying good god almighty you see if if it's your will take it because that which is to come seem unbearable but jesus is teaching us in the text that when things seem unbearable if you know how to get down in prayer if you really know how to get down to begin to talk to a holy god i'm not talking about a pure pure prayer but i'm talking about a real prayer a prayer with passion a prayer that move heaven a prayer that is prayed in the will of god Almighty, you got to know how to pray in the will of God. Jesus says, If it's your will, let your will be done. Something, church, don't look like God's will. It looked too hard, it looked too painful, 
but God is saying yes it's my will and if you know how to pray I will help you to get through it for when you get through it you shall come out as pure gold go through it go through the fire go through the flood because with prayer you can overcome for the hotter the battle the sweeter the victory come on out and I whatever is about to move it doesn't matter how big it looks how wicked how impossible you got a weapon you got a weapon pull out your weapon out of nine for 2021 pull out your weapon you're a warrior a christian warrior you got a weapon open up your mouth in your virtual sanctuary and open up the communication pick up the phone dial heaven dial heaven it's your time you gotta know how to pray in the will of God you see some of you don't know that there's certain things that is already God's will you just got to know how to pray some of you pray like you're complaining to God and some of you pray like you're not children of God like your paupers you don't pray like your royalty you come to the table like your God can't do it and so you come pion, pion. but do I come on can I go a little bit deeper there's certain things that's already in the will of God and he says if you know how to pray the will to me uh, in Isaiah I think it's about Isaiah 41 or 61 don't quote me I don't quite remember but it's as if God is saying that you have to come in a certain way into the courtroom of heaven and when the accuser come to accuse you for asking certain things if it's already in the will of God uh, the accuser can't get the upper hand can I tell you that blessings is in the will for I shall bless the righteous. I will surround them with favor as with a shield. When you get into prayer, you just gotta repeat it. God, you shed it and you can't take it back. Where's my blessing? Suffering too long. Good God Almighty, in lack too long. I need a blessing. You said you'll make me the head, not the tail. Above, not beneath. You said I shall be like a tree planted by the rivers that will bring forth fruit in my season. You said you'll give me dominion. Dominion. I come to arise to my dominion. Any ill-spoken words, Ribandaba, we render you powerless. It's my time now. My time now. I'm in the will. God, you said it. Healing is mine. You said healing is the children's bread. Where's my healing? 
Can I tell you a little testimony and I move on to my last point? I was sick like a dog yesterday. Do I look sick today? Ribandaba, sick like a dog. I stood to write the message and I couldn't write nothing. I was sick like a dog. And I closed down everything. And I went, before I closed it down, I put my hand on my head. I said, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, anything that is in me, ribako shabataba, remove it now in Jesus' name. I went to sleep. I sleep about for five hours. And I woke up and I felt strength. Ribakataba, I ate my dinner. And I was up until 2 33 o'clock writing the message and I show up this morning because you see the God that I serve he is almighty he's all powerful he's a deliverer he's always on time he's an on-time God may not come when you want him to but he's on time what are you struggling with open your mouth in this sanctuary in the virtual sanctuary you need to come to look cute some of you need your breakthrough it's your husband it's your job it's your finance it's your unsaved loved ones open your mouth i dare you open the lines of communication we're gonna take it by force i command you satan in the name of the lord trap them weapons trap them weapons trap your weapons so here is jesus now after he prayed he said god in this cup prayed for the cup to pass from him then he prayed for God's will to be done because you see the cup passing and the will you see that if the cup pass the will can't be done if the cup pass man can't get victory if the cup pass we're doomed but the human side was pressing on him. Because Satan says, you know what? Thank you, God, for that revelation. Satan says, you know what? I can't attack, attack the spiritual side because I have dominion. Because he has dominion. He has supremacy. And he has authority. I can't attack him from the spiritual side. But I can attack him from the human side. Because I know he's 100% God and 100% human. So I'm going to attack the human side. And so Satan went after the human side. So he's feeling the pressure and the agony from the human side. <laughs> oh, but I love Jesus. <laughs> so when he felt the pressure, you see, he never didn't know that he is one of the highest form of human righteous holy uh, person we can ever contend with uh, so when the devil brought on uh, the temptation for him to quit because that's a quit speech if this cup be passed not my will it's about your will God but you see this human side it can't take the pressure can't take the ridicule can't take the piercing 
can't take the hanging it can't take what is about to come but let your will be done here's the revelation I'm going deeper so the Lord Jesus says I can't fight Satan in my flesh I can't stand here and moan and groan I can't stand here and sit under my juniper tree because I was handpicked to deliver mankind I got a mission to accomplish and there's a demon a devil behind me trying to hinder me but he says look how I'm going to mash up Satan Jesus says I know the flesh is weak Jesus says okay flesh I know the spirit is already a hundred but you're too low but you got to go to the equilibrium of the spirit and I know it's my flesh side telling me to quit Jesus says yes I got to get down on my knees I got to agonize this flesh I got to let this flesh know that this is a spiritual mission and this flesh can't give up I'm gonna put it on the altar I'm gonna agonize oh not in my flesh but I'm gonna pray I'm gonna pray I'm gonna pray with intensity I feel the kingdom of darkness coming after me but I can't give up man is waiting for redemption man is waiting for justification man is waiting for deliverance man is waiting for the breakthrough Jesus says I gotta agonize in prayer man I gotta get it deeper man I gotta fix up myself in the realm of the supernatural man he says come on now I'm going in some of you need this position you got to agonize until the flesh is subjected to the spirit no matter what the flesh bring the spirit must says let thy will be done some of you need to get back to the altar cry out with intensity God Almighty God Almighty God Abraham God Isaac God Jacob God Daniel we come against X Obia Voodoo everything that is a Christian me God don't want to be conformed don't want to be like the world don't want to act like the world let this flesh be subjected to the Holy Spirit squeeze out squeeze it out come out you must come out subject to the higher order Ribandaba, oh 
Holy Ghost fire fire disintegrate the weapons of Satan the problem we face in Christendom is that the prayer lines don't have no intensity you can't kill demon in your mind you can't kill demon looking cute the world is waiting for the church to travail for the church to travail in the realm of the supernatural where time doesn't matter where the food don't matter where nothing matter where we're lost in his presence lost in his glory some of you don't know that you got a weapon that can contest that can contend with the enemy i say pull out your weapon get down in prayer get down in prayer for when the weakest saints get down on their knees satan tremble i dare this church to intensify resuscitate your prayer line open up the communication open up dial heaven dial god it's time Intensity. Intensity. The church needs intensity. Ribanda ribako shaba. Intensity. Harabandobo. You see, you need to understand that when you pray in intensity, expect a move. Ah, so I had the opportunity to do some research in history. So you know that I'm not just taking it spiritual. That's what it meant then. What does it mean now? I want to read you a quote from Eric Luby. He said, prayer is not some BB gun that God has given us to try to shoot away raccoons in the night. Prize a nuclear power, world renovating in its epic strength. Altars, sorry, when used according to the pattern of scripture, 
prayer alters history alters the natural world alters the human soul the sword of the spirit is too heavy you see to carry around with it but prayer is the catalyst behind everything godly taking place in the earth I studied the men the great revivalists of the ages and one thing they all had in common was uncommon prayer not just pray but uncommon prayer we are told of the Moravians who started a prayer vigil they got together and they prayed every day for one hour and it shifted the world ushering the revival in the great in the years in the 1700s there is also another period in history where a group of people came together and they were praying it started a 24-hour prayer it shifted history again many of you would have known of the holiness movement Seymour and I believe six or seven other men were praying for a move of God it was said that they prayed and they sat and they waited on God they prayed around the clock round the clock praying to a holy God and, and the, the, the history on it said that the spirit of God came down on the men and started the Azusa street revival that people who were far away far away from the edifice felt the Holy Spirit people were healed from cancer from AIDS you name it people were healed Seymour did not have to touch anyone and now we the dispensation of the 1900 where there's a pestilence and a pandemic when there were pestilence and other things in the United States of America people came together and prayed and God had mercy if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and prayed pray and turn from their wicked ways I God will hear from heaven I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land and now the church is worried uh, because you know what the problem is in the church uh, we're too much about ourselves it's just about presentation how we look and you know I don't say we must look good but don't try to look good and shut out the anointing 
whether or not you're on camera or not let the anointing have his way we're not here for a presentation we're here to minister we're not here you're not coming to watch no TV this is not spectatorship yeah you might be behind the screen but you better get active But I come by to tell you, the Lord gave me this message. He said to tell the world that we need a prior shift. The nation need a prior shift. And hear me, if there are ministers watching, we need to stop. We need to put our differences aside. And, and, and some of you, because you started and because you had mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers in ministry, when God is using other people, you shut them down, you put them aside because they're not your cousin or your uncle or your aunt. But God is going to raise up those people in this dispensation. Ribandaba. God is going to usher in the revival in some uncommon way. Some of you won't listen to a woman, but God is going to even use woman to usher in this revival. Because when Jesus came, it was woman that first came at the foot of the, the tomb that came to look for him. Good God Almighty. And in this dispensation, they're neither Greek nor Jew, men nor women, but God will only use a soldier that he can trust when he to move our formalities and get back to the place that the revival can come the world need an answer and we are the light of the world you better come out of your hiding move from under your juniper tree take your stand as a soldier engage with prayer take it by force we come to take back the world so here's what the Lord told me to do as I move my way through the sermon I know God spoke because I wrote the sermon in little or no time so I know it's God he said we need to have 24 hour prayer initiative we need to have more prayer and fasting we need some prayer warriors and prayer radicalists People who pray without shame, pray anytime, anywhere. He says we need to change our posture because there's something in posture. Sometimes when you're out there working because the earth needs healing. He says don't be ashamed right in the middle of the road. Wherever God tell you, go down and kneel down. He says some of you need to put your face between your legs. You need to go down in a posture and pray for the land. I remember when I just got saved, when I didn't have no shamefacedness, and I still ain't got none. I remember when I was working downtown, just got saved, hungry for God, on the train with the cart full of people. God says, Stand up and start praying for these people. I said, God, me. Ribandaba right there stood up and I started praying. Last a couple months ago, I was walking in my neighborhood and I was having sweet fellowship with the Lord right on the roadside. I knelt down and I started to pray on my knees on the roadside. God 
God is looking for some radicalists. Some of you too cute. That's why the revival can't come. But you better shake yourself and position yourself for a move. Because pestilence is unleashed and the devil is wicked and death is walking. But we need to put some spiritual energy in the atmosphere. It doesn't matter if you're Methodist or Baptist, Pentecostal, whoever denomination, get back to prayer. We come and take back. We come and take back. We come and take it back. He said to me, the Lord said to me, the churches must come together and position people all over the world to pray. All over the world to pray. Anywhere, everywhere. The churches need to come together. It's not about denomination and you believe in the Holy Ghost, you not believe in the Holy Ghost. That's up to you. Paul says, we know why we believe. But he says, people need to be stationed all over the universe and begin to cry out for the nation. Cry out. Cry out. Cry out. Ribandaba. Ah, Ribandaba. So in Luke 22, 44, Jesus was in agony, but he went into prayer, into intense prayer. The Bible said he prayed until his sweat became blood. And I'm admonishing you, Adonai, that it's time to get down in intense prayer. In conclusion, A.W. Toza said, the man who would know God must spend time with him. True prayer demands more of our lives than most are willing to give and therefore few ever taste of its power and delights. You need to be radical in your prior life. You see, prior draws God Almighty nigh unto us and brings heaven to earth. That is Chinababu speaking. Beloved, let's pray. Thanks for listening. Our mission here is simple, to bring you the saving love of Jesus Christ through salvation. We hope you'd subscribe and share this podcast so you can receive the latest podcast in your daily victorious Christian walk with God. We also invite you to visit our website, www.adonaiministries.ca, to know more about us. You can also follow us on social media to join our live services online to stay connected. Worship with us this Sunday at Adonai Ministries Toronto, located at 1111 Finch Avenue West, Unit 34, Toronto, Canada. We'd love to pray with you today. Simply call plus one 647 882 9708 right now. We love to appreciate your financial support and donations. It keeps the ministry going. We're praying for you. Adonai Ministries, transforming lives for the kingdom of God.